I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everybody. I hope you are all having an amazing week and really finishing off the year strong. I am, we are just rocking it over here. I'm feeling good. The team is good. We've got a lot of fun projects, but also just amazing client delivery right now and some really exciting accounts that we're working on. I wanted to today share with you guys a behind the scenes kind of tip because this is something that we've um, seen happen in a couple of recent client launches. And that is the danger of having too many affiliates. So what happened in both of these cases is the client had hundreds of affiliates, which in like, I think it might be becoming more of a trend, like, or maybe it already was, I don't know, of just basically like opening up to be an affiliate, like anyone can be it for you and just having that. Um, And then you have like hundreds of affiliates because all these people said yes and like they're promoting and there's like a real danger to doing that. And so here's exactly what happened in these two scenarios and what we learned from it. So the first time we weren't expecting it. The second time when the client told us they had that many affiliates, we were like, okay, we're warning you. Here's like kind of our experience. That's the cool part about working with us is like we can take that like one time it happened and then save all the other clients from doing this Um, and save you because you're listening to this podcast episode. But what happened was we actually launched the webinar ads for this client and the affiliates didn't start promoting yet. And so it was like they had a couple days. And so those, those in between when we launched the webinar ads and when the affiliates started promoting, the webinar ads were kicking butt, hitting, hitting conversion numbers, exactly the cost per lead we wanted over our goal. We were doing great. Then the affiliates launched and like we opened up promo for them. And so they could start running ads. And in this case, there wasn't really any regulation of like, you can only run ads to warm traffic or, um, you know, you can or, or just letting certain people run ads. Like obviously they can't only let certain people run ads, but you can have rules with your affiliates. Like you can only target warm traffic, for example, so that you're gaining your affiliates audience, but you're not necessarily like competing with yourself, which is what happened. So two days later, all the affiliates start their ads and their ad costs just spiked up. And we were like, what is happening? We we're like messaging Facebook, like, you know, talking to the rep, like trying to figure it out. We even like started ads in a different account because we were like, is something wrong with this pixel? Like we were doing everything. And what we realized, and I actually realized this because I was also on social media, like seeing ads. And I was like, it's because everybody else, they're like, there's probably at least 50 of those like 300 plus affiliates running ads and targeting the same audiences. Like they've completely saturated the space 
and created a bunch of competitors for themselves. And Facebook was like, you know, even if it's a different ad account, it's still, you know, that person's face or a, a link. And Facebook's gotten really smart. Like you can't just trick them by having an affiliate link that then redirects. Like they know they've got bots who are looking at the landing pages. They know it's all running to the same thing. And so it completely saturated and it drove their cost per lead up for the rest of the time. And we like that's the only thing we can realize because it was also very clear that as soon as that promo day started and people started promoting and they had a really big mix. They had a mix of some really big affiliates and then they also had a mix of small people because they opened it up to anyone. So you're going to have a mix of people with big audiences and small audiences. But it basically just created a bunch of co- competition in the newsfeed um, for yourself, against yourself. And then the downside with that is like, let's say that four people are targeting the same audience and you're included in that, then if, you know, Joe doesn't care how he enters the same exact webinar, he's just going to go through the, the link, the first link he sees. So that could have been a lead that would go through your link to get on your webinar and then buy. But let's say they see, you know, Sally's affiliate ad with your face on it and her face, maybe if that's what they did or something like that. And they go in the webinar that way just because they saw it and they were like, okay, you know, I'll sign up for it. Well, now Sally's going to get the affiliate commission from that and you're not. And so it's going to actually cost you like, so there's a balance with affiliates where they're great if you can reach their network and you can reach people that you wouldn't otherwise be able to reach. But if you go overboard, you're actually like sabotaging your own income and results because you're one going to drive the cost up for the ads, but two, you're taking away like leads that could have potentially just signed up for your webinar and, you know, through your direct link and you're now giving it so that that affiliate now is going to potentially get the commission. So this happened in one lunch and we were like, this is the only explanation for it. And and they like totally agreed. They were like, that was a mistake. You know, next time we're not going to do that. Um, it was a test. They had never done that before. Then we have another, we had another client recently launch and same thing. They had like 300 plus affiliates, um, a, a mix of really big and, and small ones. And we were running our own ads and then it was like affiliate ads are starting. And this time around we were like, we're going to warn you guys, like it's probably going to go up cost per lead. And it did. It definitely did. Um, Because Facebook knows like now we're competing for space against all of each other. So same thing happened. Um, It's really hard to know how much that took away sales and what you're paying in commission that you maybe wouldn't have paid in commission. But I really think this is an important thing because in theory, it sounds great to have tons of affiliates and like, okay, I'm going to reach all these audiences. And if they pay for their own ads, great. That's like so awesome. They're going to pay for their own ads to reach more people. But if you go overboard, you're creating competition against yourself and you're potentially getting leads in that you could have just gotten in yourself for either free or through your own paid ad, but now you're paying, you know, a 50% or whatever commission on the the end result sale to this affiliate. So my suggestion is one, I would never open affiliates up to anyone myself. Like, honestly, I don't think that's a good idea. I would want to know that they have a big enough audience that they were like the right fit for me, you know, because if they're going to represent my company too, 
in terms of like not represent my company, but they're promoting my company. So I'm saying like, I like this person and I, you know, I want them to be having, you know, ads and images or whatever with my face on, on them. And that would be fine. So one, I would not accept anyone. That's an opinion, you know, like you could argue that if you wanted and, 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 and argue that but personally I think you shouldn't accept anyone I think you should be careful about the affiliates that you accept and make sure that they're going to actually like help you not hurt you so an affiliate should have a big enough audience and a big enough audience that that you couldn't reach otherwise so if you share a mix like of the audience with this affiliate that you're choosing there's really no point because you could probably reach most of them anyways. And now you're going to be potentially giving commission to people who you didn't have to necessarily do that. So don't, you know, really like have some sort of qualification for affiliates and what you want to accept and not accept. And then the other thing is I, I would have regulations and rules. So I would only allow affiliates to promote their ads to their warm traffic. And you will you would be able to check on this. Like let's say that you had an affiliate manager managing your launch. You could easily go to their ads and you'd be able to say, well, yeah, if you saw their ads, you'd be able to say, why am I seeing this ad? And then it would tell you if, you know, if it was like a cold traffic audience or if it was like, you know, I think it says like similar to their, or, you know, has interacted with their business or something is a, is a warm traffic. So it's not a hundred percent that someone couldn't break that rule, but if you have an affiliate agreement and like they don't get commissions, if they break this rule, like most people are not going to break it. You just have to be really clear with it. And honestly, like if they're going to do paid traffic, I would have kept it so that the affiliate can only target warm traffic. Um, and that way it's like you're reaching their audience that they've already built re- a relationship with and that's what's going to benefit you in your launch but you're not creating like a ton of competitors for yourself against these cold traffic audiences so I would definitely have some regulations I'd also even have like a some sort of regulation around like the, the ads they can run like do you want them to just use like any image of you or um, any type of like language like what if they overpromise? Um, I don't know if this was an issue for either of these launches because I don't know the back end of what happened after the sales. But um, what if they overpromised and said like there's this guarantee and there wasn't this guarantee in your product? Like you need to have some sort of regulation there so that like the representation of your company is still where you want it to be. And it's not actually hurting your company having all these affiliates. So one, like have a regulation and who you accept as affiliates to have a regulation of who they can target if they're going to run paid traffic and the type of ads um, as well as like creative that they can run. Like I would I would have an affiliate manager managing that and then I would put a cap on how many affiliates and I don't know the magic number. I would think about how many are you able to like realistically get that have a big enough audience that it's worth it and also are an audience that you couldn't otherwise reach or isn't already on your list or already in your world, um, that it doesn't make any sense. And so there's a balance because affiliates can be great. It can make you that extra money. It could get you that like quote free traffic, you know, into your, into your course, into your product to get you those sales. But it can also be really bad when you create competition for yourself, drive your cost per lead up and almost spend more in commissions than, you made off the affiliates. And so we saw this happen twice in the last quarter. 
and I think it's going to happen more. And so I wanted to put this out there as this kind of like something to think about because there are people who teach like have all the affiliates and like affiliate marketing is the way to go. And with anything, there's no one way. Like if anyone is like affiliate marketing is how you should do it 100%. Like, no, you should have affiliate, a little bit of affiliates, maybe paid ads, organic, like you should have everything, like strategic of everything. There's no one size fits all. Like this is the winner. Anyone who teaches that is making money off of teaching that. And you should be really intentional with it. Like don't go overboard because it could actually hurt you instead of help you, which is what is intended to do. So if you're planning a launch or even for an evergreen funnel, like if I, I mean, I, I haven't seen someone have like 300 affiliates for an evergreen funnel. It's usually for a live launch experience, but it's something to really think about and um, pay attention to because I don't think anyone's talking about this and I'm lucky to have this insider knowledge um, from, you know, seeing the, the behind the scenes of big launches, little launches, all of our clients and just kind of learning from it and bringing it here to you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in today. If you guys want support in your launches, you want in on all of those insider strategies and tips and tricks, um, you can go to helpmystrategy.com to apply to work with Team Hirsch. We have a few more client spots left for the rest of 2019. 2020 is going to be amazing. We're constantly training new ads managers and growing our team, but we do always have a cap of how many we can take on. So if you're thinking about it in the next couple of months in early 2020, at least get on our list, get on our roster so we can support you. And I'm so excited for that. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.